0: Over here at the very popular tourist area in San Francisco, Pier 39. It's here that we should find some of the most popular tenants of the pier, the California sea lion. In Northern California, there are three main species that most people refer to just as seals. The ones found at Pier 39 are sea lions, the seals found along the Pacific shore are harbor seals. And the mammoth-sized seals down at Anya Nuevo are usually elephant seals. This was where I wanted to play some music by the artist Seal, but it would have cost me too much for the music rights for just the pun. So, so you just have to imagine A Kiss from a Rose playing right now. Hi, this is Terry Vanderheiden, your host of the Nature Photography Podcast. This episode is all about seals and sea lions. Let's start with the easiest to find and the easiest to photograph the sea lion. If you're in Northern California or are planning a trip to San Francisco, make a point to swing by Pier 39 to photograph the sea lions. Close up If you aren't familiar with Pier 39, it's a tourist spot where people come from all over the world to buy keychains of the Golden Gate Bridge and sweatshirts at say Alcatraz swim team While parking can be expensive, it's free to go in and walk around on Pier 39. In the northwest corner of Pier 39, there are several docks they call the K-Docks. That is where the home is of dozens of sea lions. Back in 1989, very few sea lions were seen resting on the docks in that marina. Shortly after the Loma Prieta earthquake in the fall of 1989, the sea lions started converging onto Fisherman's Wharf and the K-Docks. By early 1990, only a few months later, there were hundreds of them. It was a big deal at the time, since commercial fishermen had their presence there, and they weren't too keen on seeing sea lions crowding up the docks. While environmentalists saw this as an opportunity to give safe haven for some very interesting creatures, the sea lions ultimately won, and are a permanent fixture there at the docks. Each winter, you'll find as many as 900 sea lions basking in the winter sunshine, and of course, Barking. The sea lions that are barking are mostly males and they're claiming territory. This mostly happens during mating season, but at haulouts like Pier 39, the barking goes on for most of the day. You can find them at the San Francisco location most of the year, with higher concentrations of them in the winter months. However, during the summer months, June through August, the docks can be completely abandoned. This is because it's mating season, and they head out to the open ocean to mate and give birth. The females mate during the summer, and at least most of these animals, all give birth right around the same time in the middle of June each year. Most of the time, the pups are born in the Channel Islands in Southern California. It's not just Pier 39 where you can find these entertaining animals. Sea lines range from the tip of Baja all the way up to Vancouver, British Columbia. Traveling all around the West Coast, you can find them cavorting in the water and in the relative safety of harbors. You can also find them with much more natural backgrounds than, say, Pier 39. Pier 39. That's just an easy location to find them. These animals are protected by the Marine Mammal Protection Act that passed in 1972. So don't interact with them, but do photograph them from a safe distance. The sea lion's biggest predators are the orca killer whales, great white sharks, and of course, man. Humans are responsible in many ways for sea lion dangers, including loss of habitat, hunting, and pollution. The plastics found in the ocean are becoming one of the biggest problems for the California sea lion. When the sea lions return to the docks in San Francisco, they might bring with them some pups that have survived ocean life, and these are the most popular to photograph. Most of the resident sea lions at Pier 39 are males, And here's how you can distinguish the gender. Males can get pretty large, up to 850 pounds and over seven feet in length, while females only get about 220 pounds. At about five years old, males develop a bump on their heads called a crest. This doesn't help with the young ones, but it's a start. And since sea lions can live up to 25 years old, it's a good aspect to look for. The sea lions in San Francisco are pretty easy to photograph but there are a few things you need to know first. You have to go at the right time of year. The winter months are best as they really grow in numbers on the docks. While most of the viewing is done from Pier 39 viewing area, move to the left or the right to get a lower angle perspective of the animals. Avoid the middle of the day as the lighting is not very good. Early morning is the best as the viewing area will show sea lions fully lit by the rising sun. Consider that you're in San Francisco, known for its fog, so you may very well have overcast on the day you visit, which does make the lighting easier to work with. Isolation. Use a long lens for isolating an individual sea lion. Capture him when he's yawning or barking. On cold winter mornings, you might even get some fog showing in the breath as they bark. Or if it's cold all day, it'll be better when the sea lines are backlit by the setting sun later in the day. Keep your shutter speed high when shooting these animals, as any quick movements in your viewfinder might be blurred with anything lower than one two-thousandth of a second of your shutter speed. One big confusion that occurs is the question, is this animal you're looking at at Pier 39, are they seals? The answer is no. They're sea lions. If you head out to the ocean beaches in Northern California, there you can find harbor seals. And these are indeed seals. The way to tell them apart is the seals have an ear hole, while the sea lions have an ear flap. Seals will spend most of their time in the water but will haul out on land to rest and obviously certainly to mate and give birth. Seals can sleep underwater and have a thick layer of blubber under their skin to keep them warm. The way I use the them apart is that sea lions are streamlined blobs that sit on land kind of like a football would. Their fins point backward and cannot be rotated. Sea lions, on the other hand, will sit up with their head much higher than their bodies, and can even walk around with their flippers as feet. If you think of the image of a trained seal who would bounce a ball on their nose and swallow fish that's tossed to them, you're likely seeing a sea lion, not a seal. The attraction of the harbor seals is that they are darn cute. Round, innocent little faces that they don't emit a bark as much as a little grunt. Low tide is the best time to go looking for harbor seals. And again, go to a time of day in your area that has the best low angle of light to light up those faces. Faces are what you're looking for in these animals. If you can get them interacting, so much the better. But a lot of times they'll just be by themselves. Focus on their faces, and when they open their eyes, be ready to shoot a bunch of frames. These harbor seals are not found easily in abundance, like the sea lions of Pier 39. So it'll be more of a challenge to find them and photograph them. (music) Lastly in the pinniped family is to consider making a photography trip to photograph the elephant seals. One of the most popular places in California to view the elephant seals is the Anya Nuevo Coast Preserve. Anya Nuevo is located about the middle of the state in lower Northern California, and obviously on the coast. It's here you'll have the opportunity to see these massive beasts in their natural surroundings. If you go from April through August, you'll hit molting season. This is where they shed their outer layer of skin and fur. Frankly, this looks nasty, but it's part of their life cycle and you may want to photograph it. During this season, you won't need reservations, but you will need a free permit and there are no guided tours available at this time. You could just go out on your own and you need to be back by 5 p.m. when they close. The hike is about an hour from the permit station and is mostly through sand dunes, so be prepared for that. Next up for the park is the fall juvenile season. That begins September 1st and lasts through November 30th. This is the time of year where the young elephant seals haul out and lounge around on the beaches, though they're not in large quantities and these seals are only one to three years old. However, there could be some nice photo opportunities. This time of year is also self guided tours with a free permit. The next big event and the most exciting time is from December 15th through March 31st. This is elephant seal breeding season at Ana Nuevo. During this time frame, adult elephant seals come ashore and give birth and mate. You should see bull seals fighting combats to get breeding access, and it can be very exciting to watch and photograph. These gigantic lumbering beasts battle it out on the sand. Also in late December and early February, pregnant females come in to give birth to cute little baby elephant seal pups. These are all great photographic opportunities, This is quite a bit different than any of the other times of the year, as it's much more structured. You can only go with a docent guide and only on a scheduled tour. You can't go by yourself. You can't hang out watching for as long as you like. You will need to move along as if you're in a museum. There's also a cost for these tours, about $11, and of course, you need to make reservation the reservations go on sale on october 20th and then the tickets are sent out 56 days before the ticket date it all sounds very particular and it is you can't bring a cart with your equipment you have to walk only and carry all your gear So plan accordingly for this three to four mile hike over sand dunes, and plan for about two to three hours of time on the tour. The tours are conducted rain or shine. No refunds, and the park is only closed on Christmas and New Year's Day during this segment of the season. Also, you can't bring an umbrella, so pack your rain gear if you want to stay dry. California doesn't have much of a rainy season, but if it's gonna rain, this is the time frame for it. To make a reservation, go online and search for Anya Nuevo Elephant Seals Guided Walks. The first thing you need to know if you're going to go view and photograph the elephant seals during the winter season is that you'll get no closer than 25 feet. But the truth is, it's going to be likely much farther. So you need to bring that long lens. Preferably a zoom lens if you have one. You won't want to be changing lenses out on a windy beach, so consider bringing a second camera or just live with your one lens choice. You will also want to bring a tripod. This will be essential for support of that long lens, and if you want to record some video, you're going to have to have it. Bring some drinking water for hydration on your long walk, as there are no services to rely on out there once you're there. Food is forbidden to take on your walk. Again, back to the different fussy things that they're going to require of you. There could be mud and sand as you walk, so good waterproof hiking boots are a must. Consider that to get the best angles of these huge beasts is to get low with your shot angle. You may very well be laying in mud or sand to get that shot, so just dress prepared for the muck. Let's talk about lighting. This is all happening on the west coast of California. The rising sun will be at your backs and illuminating the seals from the side. Most of the walks will have you heading out to the sea, where the light will be coming in from your right. At some point, you may get to stop at the shore, where the light may be directly behind you. In some of the places, there's a steep drop-off, where you may be shooting downward onto the elephant seals. Or if you get the opportunity to get down to their level, the cliff behind you might block some of that morning light. Because of this, there's no need to get there at sunrise. In fact, I think the tourists don't even start until 8.30 in the morning. The way the tours are, there's not much to look at on the way back, so get your shots in early. Again, at the California coast, that time of year, you're likely to have overcast, fog, or rain clouds, so don't expect sunshine, though I have seen it at that time of year. This kind of lighting will make scenes bathed in a much softer light, which can be really nice. Keep in mind you'll be shooting action if all goes well. These 3,000-pound animals are thundering across the sand to defend their territory. It's fantastic to watch. Keep your shutter speed high to make sure you capture all the action. Nice and sharp. So these are three options for you to make some great captures of sea lions, harbor seals, and the big daddy of them all, the elephant seals. So get out there and make the experience happen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please take a moment to tell another photographer about it. Maybe make a post on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and that would be a great way to tell others about this podcast. The Nature Photography Podcast can always be searched on any of the leading podcast players. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and now Amazon Music, plus many others. It's important to include The in the title, The Nature Photography Podcast. It would be great if you could leave a positive review on any of those platforms. It could really help keep this podcast high in the ratings. So feel free to visit my website, imagelight.com, that's I-M-A-G-E-L-I-G-H-T dot com, for photographs and links to all the things we talked about in this podcast. Until next time, this is your host, Terry Vanderheiden, with the Nature Photography Podcast.